0: The SGP and Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and now New York. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $10, get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. Also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy has a $100,000 guaranteed contest for the big game, plus a 100% instant deposit match at thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today today. Also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. And of course, as always, don't forget to download the SGPN app and enter the free Super Bowl props contest for your chance to win $100,000. What? An absolute busy week here at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And welcome in to another episode of the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I, of course, am your host, Rod Villagomez. Find me on Twitter at RJVillagomez. And please do yourself a favor. Keep up on the SGPN feed at the SGPN Fantasy feed on Twitter at and Fantasy because we are giving out all kinds of Super Bowl plays And the big game is finally upon us. We have put that nonsense of the two-hand touch flag football Pro Bowl behind us. And we are on to some hard contact fantasy football type stuff going on. And uh, I brought back my co-host for the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, Cody Zeeb, to talk us through this because um, we're going to record tomorrow anyway. So I just said, Cody, record with me tonight. And he said, sure, let's go. So welcome back, Cody.
1: I'm always here for you, Rod. Ready to go. (laughs)
0: I love it. I put a call out and Cody's like, but I'll, I'll just do it. I mean, I think I've got him hooked on, on podcasting in general now.
1: Yeah. You got me hooked. So yeah, that's a, I'm glad we had some NASCAR during that pro bowl. Cause I saw some highlights and I'm glad mm-hmm. I skipped over that. What, what a joke, man. It was. <laughs> I, I said
0: it too. I said, there's more contact in this NASCAR event than there is out there on the field in a pro bowl.
1: Yeah. It's just, it, it's gotten ridiculous at this point. Like I, I get wanting to honor these guys for being in the pro bowl, but we, we got to come up with something different. <laughs> yeah. That's just, yeah. It's, there, there's yeah. just no uh, way but,
0: that you're being rewarded by going out and playing flag football.
1: Right. Yeah. So. It, it. Yeah. And so, Somebody's gonna end up getting hurt on a non-contact injury, and then it's just gonna be like, what? <laughs> what are we doing here?
0: <laughs> and then it just really becomes just a, a, a in in title only. You're a Pro Bowl player. You don't even get to play an All Star in name only.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. So. But oh well, we got the Super Bowl now. So hell yeah, let's who cares do it about that nonsense.
0: Well, so look, we we usually do a DFS show, and we'll do that again later this week. But this is because look. A lot of folks don't really know too much about Thrive Fantasy. We're going to change that today. We want Thrive Fantasy to just thrive. They are one of our sponsors, yes, but it is a hell of a platform that you can play on because it works almost like a fantasy football lineup, but you play with props instead of actual players that score you points. So... Just to break down what Thrive Fantasy does for you, right? You sign up for Thrive Fantasy, and of course, we said it in the pre-roll. Use the promo code SGP. You're going to get a deposit match of however much you deposit uh, up to a certain amount. So, use that promo code. Get that deposit match. Go to the website. What you're going to look at is you're going to see 20 prop bets for the Super Bowl. That's a lot of prop bets. Your job is is to pick 10 of those and then you get an ice pick, which means a case of emergency. So you basically get 11 picks to score as many points as you can and be the highest on the leaderboard. Now each of these props are all assigned point values, uh, given what the, the likeliness of the prop is. So if you choose, and we'll, we'll go over what they all are for our picks, and you'll probably understand a little better, but at the end of it, If you score the most points, you win the money. It's just as simple as that. And so you can have a little more fun on Super Bowl Sunday on top of your prop bets, on top of your pools, on top of your squares, whatever else you got going, head to thrivefantasy.com right now, throw that money down, and have a little more fun. So uh, as we always do, Cody, on this show, we're going to give 10 of our picks so what to look out for and build a winning thrive fantasy lineup. So, uh, three minutes on the clock again for each one of these, as we always do. Cody, again, I, I relinquish the chair to you. I want to give you the first set of picks. So let's discuss your five thrive fantasy picks for this game. So um, begin at the top, my friend. Uh, this one's a, a one that I think. <laughs> A lot of people are going to be on um but i I want to hear your reasoning for why we're giving cooper cup a lot of love today
1: yeah well i just want to say too about thrive fantasy it's great because it it, it's like playing props basically and you can do it in states even where gambling isn't legal necessarily so if you're not a d-gen like me and drive over the river to place your bets you can still get some action on the game using this app so it's definitely a great, awesome opportunity, some big money. So I'm super excited to throw a couple contests in here. Heck yeah! But onto my first one, yeah, I figure we just might as well get the the chalk one out of the way right away, right? Cooper Cup uh, over seven and a half catches. So um, this one, uh, it, it only pays 75 points, but I think it'll probably be the highest uh, highest owned on out of all of these. But it, it seems like it's almost a defensive pick. Like you're gonna have to pick it and and just take those points because. How, how is he not going to get seven and a half catches? I mean, we saw it last year with Gronk in the Super Bowl where Brady, you know, that that's his safety blanket, and he felt most comfortable with him and just kept going to him, and he had multiple touchdowns. I think we're going to see the same thing here. I mean, these guys eat breakfast together every morning. They're tight at the hip. They've had the connection all season. He, I think he's just going to feed Cup, and, and that even if they're just short completions, even if he's not getting a bunch of yards, once you get to eight catches... You know you're going to be set. I mean, he had 14 targets last week against your 49ers. Sorry about that, but <laughs> uh, 11 catches and then 11 targets with nine catches against Tampa. Uh, he only had five catches against the Cardinals, but you know I don't think the Cardinals really even showed up for that game. So <laughs> apparently, uh, Tyler checked out <laughs> before <laughs> just this week. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think Cooper Cup over 7.5 is just a no-brainer and. You can't overthink it. You just got to play that one and take the points and move on. I mean, they ride they
0: ride tandem bikes to the practices. They you know they have each other's playlists on Spotify. Look, the the, the storylines go on and on about these two, and it and it really shows up on the field. And that's one thing that I mean, you said only seventy five points, but you know when you when you approach these like this too, you're you're trying to get the ones that, that are going to cash for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's only 75 points, but that's almost about as sure 75 points that you can get. So you might right. as well
1: get them, right? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, you're going to see as we get later on into some of these picks, we're going to have the more, the higher juiced ones with the more points. And I think that's where you can differentiate yourself and and take down the big prize. Because you're going to have to have some of those. If you just go all chalk, that's not how you take down a contest like this. but But there is certain ones like this where you just have to eat that chalk and, and then differentiate yourself somewhere else in order to take the pot. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's a risk-free 75 points, and you basically are just giving yourself a nice base from which to build. So, yeah, I mean, Cooper Cup, you're right, you can't overthink it. You really can't overthink Cooper Cup, especially in the big game. I just, I think that even if he doesn't get over whatever his yardage is, because I didn't necessarily look at his yardage, I, I just I just know that his, his catch total is going to be there because they're going to try to force-feed Cooper Cup the ball, the hands down MVP. I don't care what any other vote out there says. And again, as a Niner fan, that is so hard for me to actually admit. But Cooper Cup was the hands down MVP this year. And for him to be in the Super Bowl, uh, yeah, they're just gonna feed him and feed him a lot. So eight catches, I think he may get that by the third quarter.
1: Yeah, exactly. And they have his yards at 110 and a half, which that's kind of getting up there a little. I don't feel as comfortable taking that. That's why I went with the reception. Because even if they're short catches, you just need the catches.
0: Exactly. You don't need him to get any yards with those catches. They could be a two-yard two, two yard dump screen, and, and you know that still counts as a catch. So, yep, exactly. I'm comfortable there. Um, all right, we move across the field. Well, maybe even lined up next to him. I don't know. But to his partner, Odell Beckham, playing in his first ever Super Bowl game and probably sticking it to every single giant that he knows. Uh, you predict him, Cody – to have a good day and, and a good day to the tune of uh, hit the over on his yardage. So go ahead and make us a case for why Odell Beckham is going to be somebody you want in your Thrive Fantasy
1: uh, contest. Yeah, you're going to notice a the theme. My my props are a little heavier on the Rams. I really think that it's a good story. It's great that the Bengals made it here, but this Rams team is just so experienced. A lot of these guys have been here before in this situation. They, you know, It's not going to be too big of a stage for them, and – I think that they're due, and I think they're going to handle this. the Spangles team. Maybe not super easily, but I think th- think it's going to be maybe not as close as a lot of people think. So, uh, But, yeah, Odell, I mean, so they have him over 60 and a half yards, which, I mean, he almost doubled that last week. I hate to, to keep pouring on the Niners on you, but <laughs> he had 113 yards against San Francisco last week on 11 targets. Um, he had 69 the week before on, on eight targets. 54 against Arizona a little less but again I mean they had that game in hand pretty easily so uh he's he's been getting his targets for the most part ever since he's been into LA and and they've gotten on he's gotten on the same page as Stafford so I I think that Stafford's gonna be looking for him and you know if if he can bust the one open over the middle like he did last week he's gonna hit that 60 and a half really quickly and this one gives you 95 points um so it's a little bit of a higher point total to help you kind of rack up more points. But I think especially if you're on the Rams, you're going to see some production out of these two guys. And if you can pair them up together and, and snag those points, I think that's going to be a good way to go.
0: You know, Munoff, who is the host of the Propcast over here on the SGP, and Munoff and I, uh, we, we tend to agree that sometimes it only takes one. And really, in Odell's case, 60 and a half, maybe two right two really big catches for him and and on this big stage we've seen a lot of players wilt but you got to think that Odell Beckham is fired up, ready to go and and really wants this because like I said, he wants to stick it in just about everybody's faces that said he couldn't do it. And 60 and a half yards, you already you already laid out his his uh, usage and his totals since and they've been growing ever since. So, Odell has been more and more comfortable in that LA offense and 65 and a half in the Super Bowl seems doable. I mean, again, we we kind of balked it at cup over 110. But this is a much lower total, and this is something that I feel a little more comfortable with taking a chance on, especially for ninety-five points here.
1: Agreed. Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost you know half half of what Cup would have to get, and, and yeah, I think you're right on with him wanting to stick it to people. You know, everybody kind of counted him down and out, myself included, when he was in Cleveland. It was like, okay, well, maybe this guy isn't, you know. And then he comes to LA, where the stars shine, and he's been shining. That's for sure. So. Uh, I think that, you know, I I think he's going to want to show up on this big stage and I think he's ready for it and he's going to, he's going to ball out and I think he'll easily cross the 60 and a half and get you those 95 points. Yep.
0: I feel pretty comfortable about that as well. So we've already got cup at 75 points with seven and a half catches uh, and then Odell with 95 points. That's a pretty good base for you. And I think that that's a good floor because both of those are going to hit. So Uh, let's move over to that Rams running game, uh, Cody, where you are talking about Sony Michelle, you're a little more hopeful than I am. So tell me why Sony Michelle is going to hit this prop that you got going
1: on. So I think this is one of them where you can really separate yourself from the field. I don't think a lot of people are going to look at this one. Uh, so if you, so it's over 28 and a half rush yards. And if you do the, no, it's 70 points. And if you do the, yes, it's 130. So. Uh, I mean, plus odds, basically, you're getting on this prop. It's only 28 and a half yards. That's not a ton. If you look at Cam Akers, you know, with the two fumbles a couple weeks ago, he he had 24 carries that week. He had those two huge fumbles towards the end of the game there. And and then, you know, last week his carries were cut down to 13. So uh, I think that Sean McVay maybe won't trust him quite as much. Uh, You know, a few years ago, Sonny Michelle played in the Super Bowl. He's got that experience and it was against these Rams. And he ran all over him. He had, like, 97 rushing yards, a touchdown, you know. Uh, so he's he's proven that in these this big game, this big moment, he can shine. And I think McVay is going to maybe lean on him a little more. The way that I'm seeing this game going with the Rams maybe being up, going to run it a little more in the second half, hopefully. You know, just a couple of runs. If he can break one, you know, like, like you were saying earlier, just break that one if he can dash out there for 15 yards. Then you only need him to get 14 more yards, you know, seven two-yard carries, and and he's there. I, I don't think that it's, I don't think that it's out of reach. And, and only 28 and a half. It's just, it's so low. I, I know he hasn't had a ton of rushing yards the last few weeks, but I think that coming down in a crunch time, McVay's going to lean on the veteran, the guy who's been there in the spot before, to maybe carry them and carry and hold on <laughs> to the football and, and get them to that victory.
0: See, and this is where I will have to disagree with you. And and I don't do it often, but I'm going to because you, you just look at the way he's been used since Cam Akers has really made a full comeback, right? I mean, against the Tampa Bay Bucks, he only had a carry for four yards. Uh, last week against San Francisco, 10 for 16. And it's not like, uh, you know, the Bengals are a, a absolute porous defense. They've actually been good against the run uh, pretty much most of the season. So I have a feeling that this is a Cam Akers game, and if they can't get it going with Cam Akers, they're probably just going to turn to the to the air game because uh, I just I see that even in games where they have it in hand, they're still willing to go all the way out to uh to the air and it, to finish it that way. So I don't know. I know this is a low number. I really do. Thirty yards or twenty nine yards doesn't seem like a whole heck of a lot. But I when you haven't seen it from Michelle again, not the lead back coming into this. I don't know. I, I almost feel don't don't feel too comfortable with taking this chance at 130 points. I know that's a massive amount and and I see the reasoning for it, but I don't know that I'm going to do it.
1: Yeah. I mean, good points. And like you said, we haven't seen those last few weeks. So you definitely are taking a big risk again. You know, we're playing for $20,000 top prize here. So if you're going to have to differentiate yourself somewhere, and I feel like this is a place where I can differentiate myself at least and, and and try and, you know, score those extra points that, that push me over the top.
0: No risk it. No biscuit.
1: That's all right. They say,
0: right? (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, Let's move on to the quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams. Again, you went pretty Rams heavy these first four. So you must love you some LA Rams. Uh, But you know, my stomach is turning over here. Uh, So you have Stafford and and you're pretty hopeful that he's going to have a semi-decent day. So tell us about Matthew Stafford and your Thrive Fantasy pick for him
1: yep i i you know like i said when i have you on the rams i i'm just kind of leaning into it and i think that's probably a good way to build to build like a lineup like this is kind of craft your narrative for how you think the game's going to go and then lean all into that i I think that's going to be a way where you can hopefully maximize your points so i kind of waffled back and forth looking at this one uh it's 95 points to go over 290 and a half passing yards and uh it's 105 to go under, so it's pretty pretty close to even money, basically. Uh, I, I think 290.5, I think he can get over that fairly easy. If you look back, uh, the last couple of games, I mean, he had 337 last week and 366 against Tampa the week before the Arizona game. Again, their production was a lot less with just being so ahead in that game, but he's hit it in 11 of the 19 games they've played this season. And like we were talking about earlier where if he can hit cup or or Odell and they can break a big one or even toss into acres or Michelle out of the backfield and they can scramble for a long one you know those yards add up quickly and, and I think that I think we can see him get over this two hundred and ninety and a half and if you're gonna play you know the Odell receiving yards and, and cup with the catches, I think this is another good thing to pair up and kind of make that that double stack and and go for it all
0: yeah. Yeah. Again, though, I don't know. I, I just it it to me. We've seen a couple of different things happen in the Super Bowl, right? We've seen people get there and just explode, and then we've seen people get there and just kind of play meh games, right? I mean, it's not super over the top, uh, outstanding, and and storybook as you want it to be. And I mean, maybe it's just the Niner fan in me peeking through, but I don't know that the Rams are going to have this ridiculous. You know, offensive showing that everybody thinks they're going to have 290 seems a little high in a super bowl. Unless you know, for me, it's just difficult because defenses are going to be playing tougher too. And Stafford has never been there before, right? Neither, I mean, neither is Joe Burrow, but at the same time, Matthew Stafford's been pushing very hard to get to a super bowl and he's there. So now, what do we see? Do we see the Matthew Stafford that's been playing? all season long for the Rams or do we see that shy kid from the Lions who couldn't really get anything going in the years there right I mean sometimes people revert back to their old selves and I mean again Stafford uh, could do that so I'm scared yeah I'll take it but I'm scared
1: (laughs) I hear you yeah and I mean we, we could have said that coming into the playoffs I don't think he ever won a playoff game in Detroit you know so it was oh is he gonna lose another one and He's balled out and, and thrown for a lot of yards in a couple of these games and I think that I think this is his to take. I think he finally got out of Detroit. He loves the city. he, he loved the team, but you know he, they just couldn't get over that hump. Now he's on a good team. I think he's ready to prove like like we talked about with Odell earlier and I think that's another reason I'm just so big on the Rams where I think that these guys are, are here to show that they have something. And that, you know, they're the veterans. He, he's he been in the league a while. Burrow's the young kid. I, I think he's going to come out, composed, ready to ball and and prove himself on this big stage. So I, I look for him to have a big day. But, you know, we'll see.
0: Yeah, we certainly will. And that's the thing, too. I mean, it, it, it feels a little more feasible for a receiver to have a, a big enough day because uh, the nerves for him are way different than the nerves for a starting quarterback. So. It's just, you know, a matter of how, how composed are these guys going to be when they take the field this Sunday. But uh, somebody who I think is going to be composed is Joe Mixon. Guy seems to just really thrive, pun intended, uh, in, in, the, in the bigger games of it all. So uh, Joe Mixon, lot to prove, just like everybody else on that field. You can pretty much make that case for anybody. So, but you're making a point that Mixon's going to be really good. On Super Bowl Sunday. So tell us about this Joe Mixon prop.
1: Yeah. See, it's not all Rams love. I got to get some Bengals love here, too. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Joe Mixon over uh, 98 and a half rushing and receiving yards. So this one is 105 points to go over, which is what I picked. Uh, Trying to see what his under, I think it was. So under is 100 and, well, yeah, 100 and. Yeah, well, I lost it on the went. There we go. Okay, under is 95, and the over is 105. So I, I think he's going to show up on the stage here, you know, and, and maybe I, I almost think it's going to be more through the air than it is through through on the ground. Um, he, he had 51 receiving yards against Tennessee, and that's a game where Joe Burrow was running for his life. I mean, he was sacked nine times, and I think that we're going to see a similar thing here with that. Stout Rams defense with Donald and Von Miller chasing him. I think Burrow's going to be running around scrambling. Uh, you know, in this scenario, I have the the Bengals being down and losing this game. They're going to need to air it out. They're going to need to get those chunk plays over the middle that the Rams are going to give up. And I think that he could easily get a ton of receiving yards here. And, and you know, he, and if he busts some good runs, too, uh, he had 88 rushing yards against Kansas City uh, in the AFC Championship game. So, He's proven that he can do it, and that and that's a pretty stout defense. I, I think this defense, obviously with the Rams, is a little better. But uh, you know, when we saw P. Ryan go for that big touchdown catch uh, last, you know, against the the Chiefs as well, so that could have very easily been Joe Mixon, and you know, he busts a big one like that, and then you don't need a lot from him. And I think that, I think that in the situation that at least for the the picture that I'm painting for how this game will go, that he'll be able to get over that you know, with with getting that work. And if this were just a rushing and or
0: just a receiving prop, I, I would probably be a little more hesitant to take this, but this is total yards. And, you know, if, if you don't think that he can get 50 or 50 or whatever, 60 and 40, I, I just, I think that is a very solid uh, bet to take because he really has come on strong, especially in the, later, the latter part of the season when they've really needed him. And they've leaned on him quite a bit. And I gotta think that early on, because we talked about the pressure that, that Stafford and, and Burrow are both under, you, you wanna give your rookie quarterback a chance to sort of calm down. And what better way to calm down than to hand the ball off, at least, you know, the first couple of, of series, just to get the guy you don't want him to fire a pass out right away, incomplete pass, and then have his nerve shot for the rest of the game, right? You want to kind of give it a chance to just hear. Take Mixon, you know, you give him the ball, let him run around a bit. And you're right. I mean, all it takes is a couple of of big runs, a big screen pass, a couple of of really just um, big plays, and all of a sudden Mixon's there. So, yeah, I mean, uh, combined yards, I'll, I'll take that. That's for sure. I feel a yeah, lot and more that's, comfortable.
1: that's what I really liked about it was it was combined because you, you can get it either way. Even if he doesn't have a good day rushing the ball and he gets those big couple big, you know, receptions, or the other way around he breaks a big run and doesn't have too much receiving yards, either way you're kind of covered and you can hit it. So when you when you have both options being able to contribute in there to get it, I I've, I like that a lot. And I think that I think we'll see him get some work. And yeah, like you said, I think I think we'll see him be a little I think we see that a lot in the Super Bowls where they're a little more conservative call plane at the beginning of the game where it's scripted and they're trying to run establish the run just get everybody's nerves settled and you know maybe he can crank out some yards there and then you know get some receiving yards later on in the game but I, I really like that one over 98 and a half rushing and receiving yards
0: that is another solid floor bet to make we're gonna get risky when we come back from the break because I live on risk <laughs> So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about my five, and uh, Cody's going to tell me why I'm absolutely crazy. So stick around, and we will be right back with more on the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast. If you are ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and now New York. It's bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play from boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need. And don't you forget about all the props that are going to be available on WinBet for the Super Bowl. The best part? You could build your own bet to create a prop-focused same game parlay for the big game. And look, we've already spit out a lot of over-unders for you to keep an eye on, so maybe you can use those to build some of your win-bet props. And also be on the lookout for win-bet win-hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During win-bet win-hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on win-bet, giving you a larger payout opportunity so sign up today receive a special offer from us it is 10 bet $10 win $200 download bet win download the win bet app now or visit winnbet.com to start winning offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, Now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport like I know I am, and I'm sure Cody is. So check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. You can win as much as $15,000 with just one entry. Don't know anything about horses? I don't. Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly. It tracks all over the United States. And while you're at it, go check out the SportsGamblingPodcast.com website. We have got tips and horses for you to look out for on StableDuel. So get the app create your account start building your stables today invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables you can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats so download now at stableduel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable see you in the winner's circle play race and win did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy. That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP and other prying eyes. That's why I use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means that your private details, passwords, communication, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on your unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You don't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com SGP. with more here on the SGP and Fantasy Football Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Rod Gomez, Cody Ziba, breaking down some plays for you to win some money on the Super Bowl, or in the Super Bowl, during the Super Bowl, using Thrive Fantasy, it's an app we love, it is a contest we love, and it's a contest I hope to win, so sorry guys, I'm giving you all my plays, but not all my plays just saying i want this money too uh so cody gave us 5 before the break uh i'm coming back with my 5 and uh cody i'm starting with a rams player because guess what i i i like me some rams too uh so i don't actually just to be honest with you i don't i hate the rams <laughs> boo rams go bangles um So that's why a lot of mine are going to skew toward the under, especially for the Rams. But my first under begins with Van Jefferson. His catch total here is at two and a half total receptions. I know what you're thinking, Rod. You're taking the under on Van Jefferson going two, and you don't think he's going to get three catches? Um, No, sir, I don't. And the answer is simple. The guy has not had three catches since week 17 in the regular season. And before that, week 13. So... I mean, as much as we think Van Jefferson is this amazingly talented guy, which he is, he could put up big yards on big catches. He just does not continue to get them. So for me, I'm thinking Odell Beckham's obviously going to get his. If we're thinking that, uh, that Cooper Cup is obviously going to get his and going to get like close to 10 to 15 targets, Stafford's not going to have that many more to dish around you know and and look i know that Tig, uh, higby was hurt so maybe that frees up a couple more but i mean then you've got cam akers and sonny michelle that can grab some uh, catches out of the backfield too so van jefferson again super talented guy super deep threat guy but i i just don't see him really doing much cuz you got to look at the the fact that <laughs> in in week 19 he had one catch for 41 yards. His yards per target was 41 yards per target. Obviously, that was, that was clutch. He had two catches in uh, Week 18 against the Niners. His average uh, reception was 10.33. So he's getting the deep looks, but he's not getting very many of them. So I am safely saying, and this is at 100 points. So it's really just an even money uh, proposition. So I, I'm really thinking that Van Jefferson is not going to give me three catches, and I'm going to get this 100 points uh, quite simply.
1: As much as I'm on the Rams, I'm actually on board with you on this one. I <laughs> I just, yeah, I mean, like you said, you look back and he just hasn't gotten three catches. It's been so long, and it was one game, and then it was a bunch of games before that where he didn't. It, you know, it, with the injury too, I, I haven't seen an update in the last couple of days, but uh, I think he had an injured foot, so who knows with that where he's at or how that might affect him, especially when he seems to be more of the – the deep threat guy than anything if he's not getting down the field not getting that separation uh i don't know that he's gonna get a bunch of targets so and, li- and like you said we've kind of already committed those targets going to to Cup and odell maybe more than anything and maybe the running backs too so i i like this one under two and a half it- it's very low but i agree it hasn't been there and i don't think he's gonna see a bunch of looks in this game either
0: and I think at least one reception is going to go to any number of Bengals DBs. So, uh, you know, <laughs> take that away from Van Jefferson and, and give it to the Bengals DB. So, again, like I said, I, I just, I really honestly don't see Van Jefferson doing much of anything. He's, he, they're good catches when he makes them, but unfortunately doesn't make enough of them. So, um, yeah, I, I just don't see that happening. So, uh, all right. So, uh, kind of keeping in what we were talking about earlier as far as the, these quarterbacks being kind of jittery in this Super Bowl, I, I'm actually going to take Joe Burrow under 282 and a half passing yards. Again, this is another even money proposition. And it's even money because really, Joe Burrow hasn't had to throw uh, for much. It, well, I mean, last week he didn't, but he, he threw for 348 against Tennessee. But then he, he threw the week before for 244 against uh, the Raiders. So we know that he's capable of gigantic games. But unfortunately, this is a big, big, big game. So for me, I'm thinking that if we're really looking for Joe Burrow to be a little skittish this game, and, and for Mixon to get over 98.5 total yards, I don't know that, I mean, I know that some of them could come from the the passing game as well but again i just don't see and this is a gut call more than anything cuz you could pri- you could pile up stats against me all day long and show me his 400 yard games show me his you know gigantic huge outings and that's fine but i'm telling you that this this feels like a game that they're going to ease him in which gives you about a quarter where the production won't be there as much and yes with Jamar Chase, it only takes a couple of big catches for him to be skirting with about 300 yards. But I don't know. I I personally feel like this is a game where Joe Burrow will hover around that 270 yard mark, but not much more than that.
1: Yeah, I, I'm a little <laughs> bit on the fence on this <laughs> your, your hesitation <laughs> and was everything. I have everything my in reasons. That. As much as I don't like the Bengals to win this game, it. The only thing that I could see is if they get down, like we were talking earlier, and they, you know, he has to start just heaving the ball all over the place and, and trying to make up something. Then they bust a couple big ones, and you know he goes off. I mean, obviously we've seen he can throw for yards uh, this season, so that that's the only thing that's a little bit scary. I mean, he had five hundred and twenty-five yards against Baltimore and three hundred and forty-eight against Tennessee, four hundred and forty-six against Kansas, Kansas City. So. Uh, I, I mean, it. he can, but I do agree with you on the side of, I think that he's going to have those jitters a little bit. I think he's going to start off slow. Uh, you know, I, I think, and we might touch on this in a little bit. I think Jalen Ramsey is going to be locked in on this game on chase and it's going to make it a lot harder for him. I don't think he's going to be comfortable. I think he's going to be running for his life. So I, you know, if I had to pick a side on this, I probably would take the under two.
0: It's just it's it's weird. I mean, again, there's going to be a ton of people that are going to you know throw me every single stat in the book and show me exactly why I'm wrong. And and look, I could very well be wrong. But at the end of the day, I honestly don't see uh, Joe Burrow. I I see him having a good game, but I don't see him having one of those transcendent Super Bowl performances that everybody thinks that he's going to have. You know, honestly, I think the Bengals will win the game, but I think that's more because the Rams are going to lose it. Rather than the Bengals are going to absolutely come out right and win it. So, um,
1: yeah. And, and, you know, everybody's all over Joe Burr and, and everybody loves him. And, and I think everybody that's playing this is going to pick him to go over. So, this could be another way to differentiate yourself. And it wouldn't be that hard for him not to hit it. And, you know, so uh, a lot of people are on him. And, and this could be a place where you fade him and that could make all the difference that you need.
0: And in these contests, you either win or you lose these points. Like there's no there's no middle ground. You know, you either get them or you don't. So, it, would you rather have that hundred points when he doesn't go over that mark than risk you know having not having him if he does? It's just yeah. It, to me, that that's kind of a that's where I'm drawing the line at least.
1: Yeah, and, and that's the thing too. Like you can't take all overs. You definitely have to have some unders because not everything is going to hit the over as much as as much fun as it is to take the over on everything. Not everything is going to. And I mean, if you look at it this way, you start the game with that hundred points. So as long as he doesn't get there, you keep the hundred points the whole time. So boom, it's harder for him to have to get to get there than it is for him to just not reach it. So Ah,
0: that's such a beautiful way to put it too. You start (laughs) with a hundred points and it's him. It's his to lose. So uh,
1: exactly. All
0: right. Here's where you start with 90 points is where you have Jamar chase under seven and a half receptions. Again, I hear you. Rod, it's Jamar Chase. How can you tell me that he's going to get less than seven and a half receptions? Well, he's only done this four times. He's only had eight receptions or more four times this season. We love to overhype people all the time because of the big games that we see them have. But what you tend to forget when you dig into the stats is that it doesn't happen as often as we think it does. What we think and what we see don't always align with what is real and what is actual. Yes, he had nine catches against the, the Raiders. Yes, he had 11 catches against the Chiefs. But in the two playoff games that he's had, he had five catches and six catches. Right Last week, he had six catches against the Chiefs. The week before, he had five catches against Tennessee. Were they spectacular? Was it something that you could say, wow, that was pretty cool to watch him do? Sure. But there was only five of those against Tennessee for 109 yards six yes one of them went for a touchdown but we're talking about reception totals here we're not talking about big play numbers we're not talking about eye-popping play numbers we're not talking about the type of of plays that you go oh man this guy's transcendent this guy's amazing sure he is but if you want to win money you bet what the stats tell you and the stats tell you that more often than not jamar chase is not catching eight passes in a game is he getting targeted that many times yeah but he's not coming down with them. So, you know, you look at, at what he what he's done in the past and that's where you go. So, I want those 90 points. Yes, it's it's uh the under I mean the over is more, it's juiced. But yeah, you just you take those 90 points and you run with them.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree with you on this one. I mean, if you look at it four times in 20 games, I mean, that that alone tells you he doesn't hit it. He's he's had these couple of huge games and that's what Again, you're trying to go against what what the public and everyone else thinks is going to happen, and you know everybody thinks it's going to be the Burrow and Chase show, and and they're just going to go crazy. And I think that's where you know if you're on the, I think the Cooper Cup thing is a little bit different, and you can be on that one like everyone else is. And this is another place where you can go against everyone else and, and get your points there. I, Jalen Ramsey's going to be on him all day. He's going to have a hard time. He's still a rookie it's his first season in the league he's in the super bowl they've had a great run but he hasn't even gotten those catches like you said only four times and that's you know uh, i mean even in the tennessee game which again i think this is going to be similar where burrow's kind of running around for his life he only had six targets so that's not going to get you eight catches <laughs> so <laughs> not I, you know, speaking, I, no. <laughs> exactly and again you start you start with those points in hand and you just gotta hold on and it, you know, the only way, the only way that I see this hitting is if they do
0: try to overly force feed uh, the Jamar Chase all game long. But again, targets don't always equal receptions, so they could try to pepper him with targets, but he's got to catch those, and, and this is a big game, and this is an opportunity for him to really feel the pressure of being a rookie in the Super Bowl. So, and And not just any rookie, but a highly touted rookie coming into the Super Bowl thrive fantasy we have been talking about this contest all episode long and you can get in on the action right now on thrive fantasy it is a daily fantasy sports and esports apps for player props with thrive eliminate the countless hours of research and focus only on the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game which we've been talking about again all episode long we laid it out for you before, we'll lay it out for you again. You choose 10 out of the 20 available player props to build your lineup for the Bengals versus the Rams, and each of those props is assigned a fantasy value, just like we've told you, for both the over and the under, based on how likely it is to hit. If you hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a fair share of the prize pool right now, Thrive has a $100,000 guaranteed contest for the big game that is $25 to enter, and first pace First place takes home a cool $20,000. So use that promo code SGP. Sign up today. You're going to receive a 100% instant first deposit match up to $100. Deposit $10 or more to receive the deposit match, plus two free 100K contest entries. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website at thrivefantasy.com. Sign up, prop up today, thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Brought to you by Prop Swap. Today, where America buys and sells sports bets. The only thing more exciting than watching the NFL playoffs is Prop Swapping the NFL playoffs. January was Prop Swap's biggest month ever. As bettors from across the country cashed in on their Super Bowl futures like Joe from California, my dad, What's he doing playing? He sold a 140 to 1 Bengals Super Bowl ticket for $1,500. I think he was just mad that our Niners lost, so he had to sell that ticket. Uh, the buyer got great odds and Joe made 15 times his money. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country. So, you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry! Download the free PropSwap app today. It's got fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales, and Red Hot Ticket Sales for Sale, a loyalty reward program that turns your tickets into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. If you use the promo code SGP on your first deposit, PropSwap's going to match that deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Fantasy season may be over, but the action is still coming on the better fantasy app You can download their free-to-play app today to bet on player props for the NFL Super Bowl You can also enter the player prop pools and score big when you win The reason I love better fantasy and all of us here at the SGP and do is because we can win awesome prizes I'm about to rock that better fantasy cozy quite soon and even raise some money for charity along the way too it's totally free to play you get better credits by completing challenges and use them to place your bets better fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 states so download the app today over at betterfantasy.com sgpn that's betterfantasy.com slash sgpn Go 10-0 and 0 with the Super Bowl props and win $100,000 on the SGPN app. It is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store, giving you easy access to all of our picks and our podcasts. And, of course, while you're at it, toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. We are moving on because I really want to get to my last prop But to do that, I have to at least get to this prop. So, uh, Cody, we're talking about some more bangles here. And where we talked about Jamar Chase being a a guy that you're not necessarily excited about catching as many balls. And and even really uh, catching as many balls for as many yards. I am enjoying the fact that T. Higgins, his prop set at 68 and a half receiving yards. Now, again... We did this whole thing where we talked about Jamar Chase and how we see things. People forget about T. Higgins because Jamar Chase exists in that offense. But you cannot overlook the fact that last week he had 103 yards against Kansas City. He had 96 yards against Tennessee. Yeah, he threw up a clunker against the Raiders, but he also had 194 against the Ravens, 114 against San Francisco. I can continue to read, but listen, ever since about week 12... He has gone absolutely bonkers, and he's really only missed this mark in three games out of that since week 12. So, if you're telling me that I'm going to have T. Higgins in the Super Bowl with everybody concentrated on Jamar Chase, and all he needs is 70 yards to get me 90 points on Thrive Fantasy, uh, I'm definitely going to take that prop because, again... This is a game where, and, and even if your scenario plays out, Cody, and, and, and they have to throw the ball all over the place, this is something where, obviously, T. Higgins is going to get his share of it. Six catches on 10 targets, seven catches on nine targets, 12 catches on 13 against the Ravens. T. Higgins is involved, and he will continue to be involved. And again, he's going to be more involved, I think, because with Jalen Ramsey being spending most of his time on Jamar Chase, I think that frees up t higgins to get a few more yards and we're not even talking about how many catches it's going to take him to get there uh he only took six or seven the the time before so it's not going to take him that many to get there either uh so i I like t higgins over 68 and a half receiving yards give me those 90 points give me that twenty thousand dollars
1: you know rod uh You're right, I think, on this one. (laughs) Uh, What I wrote down right away when I started looking up his stats is eight of the last 11 games he's hit this. He started the season out a little bit slow, but he's been producing. It's another thing where you look at the stats and you just have to trust what's happened is going to keep happening. And, I mean, we already gave the case for why Chase might not have as productive as a day. Uh, with Ramsey covering him, and I think that's going to force Burrow to look elsewhere, and Higgins, like you said, is kind of the forgotten guy, and and I think that uh, you know it's not going to take much for him to get over that. Again, 65 and a half, uh, or 68 and a half, that that doesn't take very much for him. That's a couple of catches, and he can easily break that. And again, if they are down towards the end of the game, the Rams are kind of playing back a little bit, but still really guarding Chase keeping him from from breaking that big one, then Higgins could be the one to get to get that and one big chunk play and you're almost there. Yep.
0: And and I'm excited about T Higgins's opportunities here. And Tyler Boyd obviously was somebody everybody was trying to keep an eye on too at the beginning of the season, but it just all of a sudden turned into Jamar Chase and T Higgins and that was really the one two punch for the the Bengals all season long and again, you saw it last week against Kansas City. You know, we, we, we saw Jamar Chase and everybody wanted Jamar Chase to have this gigantic game. Yeah, he had the touchdown, but he only had fifty-six catches. Turn around Higgins had six catches, but he had hundred and three yards on those catches. So Higgins is 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 benefiting from all eyes being on Jamar Chase, and I think he wouldn't have it any other way.
1: Yep. I I, I think you're think you're right on. Yes,
0: the words I love <laughs> to hear. Uh all right. So now, because I don't know. I, and I got to give a big shout out to off. Uh, which I know he doesn't listen to this show. So thank you. Hi, Munoff. Uh <laughs> He actually he gave me credit on on the prop cast for introducing kickers and de- de- uh, defensive props to his show uh, because before that, they were they were getting pretty boring with their over-unders on a lot of things. So I brought in the kickers, and I'm bringing in the kicker to close out this podcast because Evan McPherson has closed out some games in his time, some very spectacular games. Uh, so Evan McPherson, his, his prop is kind of heavily juiced on the over. But again, we're talking about base points and points that you know that you can get where you can take some chances other places. So if you're telling me that I'm going to get 80 points for McPherson going over 9.5... Now, this isn't points scored. This is fantasy points. So you got to keep in mind that, you know, the the field goals get three, extra points get one, and, you know, all it takes is, but three? Three field goals and an extra point for him to catch this, uh, this prop. So... Or a 40-yard field goal or whatever. But he's done this in pretty much most of the games that he's been in, right? There's, there's just no, no denying that he has been able to kick a lot of field goals over the course of his time. And like I said, some very, very spectacular field goals, but they've been there nonetheless. Um, you know, you look at his, his game log from the last couple of games – Four, four field goals on four attempts, four field goals on four attempts against Tennessee, four field goals on four attempts against the, the Raiders. This guy's a kicking machine, you know, and had four extra points against Kansas City the last time. I mean, he didn't necessarily, I think, he, yeah, and two, to, and two field goals. So again, he's cashed this prop every single time he stepped on the field for the most part over the last uh, back half of the season. Uh, and just to me, there's just no way that you can tell me that he can't do it again. Remember, again, we're not talking about points that he scores. We're talking about fantasy points. So that that's my case for Evan McPherson.
1: Yeah, I i, I wanted to try and find a way to go against you on this <laughs> because it's uh, the under is 120 points. But it's just so hard with as good as he's been these last these all these playoff games i mean he's been automatic he's not missed now the only the only way you could paint the other side is you know maybe the nerves get to him and he shanks a field goal and you know uh there's a couple ways you could paint it where the Bengals get down and they have to go for it rather than kicking the field goals that's a possibility so i think you could talk yourself into the under but the statistics are going to really point you towards the over so it's it's tough it's tough to argue against <laughs> it'd, be a, it'd be a good contrarian play if you can hit it, but hitting it might be the problem <laughs> yeah,
0: kid's got ice water in his veins i i honestly it's it's so crazy they say this is why you draft kickers, yeah, it probably is why you draft kickers when you get guys like that, but most is time they, it doesn't happen that way,
1: yeah exactly especially with the way that kickers have been the last few years in the league it just it, it's used to seem so automatic for a lot of these guys and just lately it's been you know? It's been crazy. I mean, Cincinnati took him in the fifth round, and he's more than paid off for, for that pick, and I think that's going to be a trend we start seeing where, they, where these really good kickers like this, they're going to start going higher, and uh, yeah, I I, I just don't, can't argue with you on it.
0: <laughs> Do we have to pay attention to the position again? I mean, we're going to, everybody now has to put kickers back in their fantasy football leagues. I, I just don't get it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, you know what? Yeah, you're on to something. I mean, and I, uh, as an avid listener of the prop cast, that's something I was cash on all year. With. Once you start bringing it up, is man, how are how are these so easy? And I think somebody pointed out in the Slack channel earlier that he's at uh, one and a half attempts, is what it's set at, which is, I need to find that and just hammer, hammer. that because I, I don't see a way he doesn't get two field goal attempts in this game. I mean,
0: first drive, I have a feeling y- that's where it's going to end. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, you know, you could make a case maybe but you're really stretching <laughs> to yeah. go for under nah so. yeah
0: I, and I won't even try so uh <laughs> all right well we have come to the end of our special thrive fantasy episode i you know I don't know why I haven't done more of these all season long i should have i should have been hammering this more because this is a lot of fun and and really it's a fun way to to get props and fantasy all merged into one and the opportunity because you're not just trying to hit each prop and win you're trying to build the best 10 prop stable that you can. And, and really, uh, you know, that takes a lot. It's a lot more challenging, but it's a lot more rewarding at the end. So, uh, all right. Well, Cody, I want you to tell everybody where they can find you on social media and uh, and follow along with your fun and your prop bets.
1: That's right. Uh, you can find me at on Twitter at at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, and then obviously come check us out on the NASCAR gambling podcast. Should have an episode of that coming out soon here. We're gonna maybe talk some some crossover props with the Super Bowl and the Daytona five hundred. So both both sports Super Bowls back to back weeks. It's gonna be gonna be exciting starting to dig into the season. I I've had a blast already with you on the first couple episodes and, and digging into the season. So looking looking forward to a fun season.
0: You and I both, my friend. All right. So, again, you can find him on Twitter. Make sure you follow him. He's a good follow. Good guy. That's why I brought him on. I mean, it's been, a, it felt like it was like last week that I brought you on, but it was two weeks ago. It's like that's how uh, much we talk to each other now and, and how comfortable I feel uh, being on the air with you. So, uh, once again, thanks for joining me. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode. Good luck. In your Super Bowl endeavors, like I said, whether it's thrive fantasy, whether it's on your props, whether it's in your fantasy league, your DFS league, uh, you know, your underdog league, however you're playing and keeping along, or maybe you just want to watch the game. I don't know anybody that wants to do that, but good luck, <laughs> have some fun, uh, and of course, as always, let it ride. <laughs>